We like Brett. He has a can-do attitude. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we are discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. And a little bit later on, Tulsa isn't dodging dodgeballs at all at the BOK Center. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So I left here the other night. I was hungry. It was a, I was peaking. It was a late night. We had a late start, which kind of, you know as well as I do, especially here in small town America, when you get started late, you finish late, and you're hungry, there's not a whole lot of options besides fast food. That is true. I had a hankering, as they say, around here. I had a hankering for a cheeseburger. And I, I saw Wendy's. I was like, ah, you know, it's it's part of, it's in our DNA, our, our only an okay DNA for us to try something local. Right. So the first thing on my list was J&W Group. Mm-hmm. Looked them up, closed. Nah. As I'm getting just about to pawpaws. You know, uh-huh. home of the world famous Chicago dogs and their their onion burgers, they were open still. So I made a pass through, made sure I wasn't going to be shutting them down. Even looked on the internet. I had about thirty minutes to kill. Well, no, about forty minutes to kill. Went in, and I do what I normally do. Probably, you know, in some cases, probably the most annoying thing if it's like a dinner rush. But I went in. I was approached by. They have a friendly staff, by the way. Approached by the young lady, she's like, "What? What can I get you?" I said, "Look, give me the thing you're most famous for." So she goes back to the back, says, hey, he wants the thing we are most famous for. I hear the cook say, well, that's going to be our 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 onion burger. Okay, mm-hmm. give it to me. So they bring out the onion burger. It's top five. Easily. Really? Easily top five. And I'm going to say it, and this may draw some arrows. I think it's better than J&W Grill. And J&W Grill is king of the hills. I The burger... I think it was a half-pound burger. You add the cheese. They put the onion on the patty. Then they melt the cheese over the onion. The the ingredients are fresh. I'm not sure that that counts as an onion burger, though. Why? Because the I think the onion burger, and correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, the onion burger is the super thin patty. Smash burger with the style. onion yeah. smashed mm-hmm. into the burger. So I'm not 100%. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it sounds like it was a great burger. Yeah, it was a great burger. Yeah. And handcuff fries. Yeah. I, I'm I'm 100 all in, and you know me, I like burgers. Yep. But I don't know if I don't know if we can count that. I don't know the rules. Tomato, tomato. In this case, <laughs> uh, a cheeseburger is a cheeseburger as long as it has cheese on it, right? And it's made with real hamburger meat, which is funny. the The person that cooked it was the owner. The owner being Alicia Payne. Not related to David Payne, I, I made sure. She's an Edmonite. Her husband was from Chickasha. 2019 rolls around. He passes away suddenly. She takes over. I'm telling you, to have survived COVID, enough with just being survived. You're open. Right. You know, that's a biggie. You know what I'm saying? That's a big win for the last two years. I mean, you know, so they're doing the they're doing the best they can. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think they're kicking ass and taking names, in my opinion. Wow. And I was honest. I've driven by Pawpaws. I wasn't 100% sure they were still around. I, I, wasn't, well, they I, I live here, and I wasn't 100% sure they were still well, around. Well, they, they'd shuttered for a while, and you'd drive by, and I don't know if they kept weird hours before, but, I mean, you know, I've been coming to Chickasha for years. You've lived here for years. I have family from here, so there's been a lot of 
uh, you know, foot traffic from me mm-hmm. in these parts. But uh, great staff. If you get a chance, folks, and you're in Chickasha and you're looking for an alternative to the other guys or just something completely different than what you might expect, you need to try Pawpaws. I mean, I, and I'm not just saying that. They they really they really in the, try their peanut butter pie. And get a cup of their chili. Like their chili's good. The pie was good. The fries were good. Like wow. friendly staff. They've high com- praise. They've done completely redone the inside. I don't know what it looked like before, but they, you can tell that they've got some 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 Edison bulbs and done some really cool. Nice. And it's not real kitschy and tchotchke like. It's got a hashtag that says I think it says good food or great food. Uh huh. I mean, she's really you know she's got four kids. I believe it's four. I believe she's got four kids doing it on her own. I mean. I've got nothing but good things to say about Pawpaws, honestly. Awesome. And awesome. I and you know me, I've kind of started doing a little bit less of the vegan thing and having it. I was going to ask about that, but I didn't want to disrupt the actual story. Yeah. But I'm going to say that none of that sounds vegan. None of it was, the potatoes were vegan. Were they? Dude, I killed. Hold I, on, hold on, hold what? on. The potatoes were vegan. No, they weren't. Okay. They probably, they probably cooked were, them in peanut oil or. Right. You're right. Okay. But I will say there was a homicide on uh 4th street and it was i murdered their uh onion burger like i killed <laughs> it and didn't use napkins or anything i just licked my fingers and just they gave me a small cup of chili and i drank it like a shot like i just went in i went in for it there's a car wash right down the street you just hose yourself off nah i had to go i needed to go home smelling guilty <laughs> guilty of something but anyway yeah papa's i highly highly recommend them Awesome. Well, I think I have another recommendation for the listeners. Sure. Lindenwood Gardens. This is an eight. Okay. I I fully expect lots of grief from you. Because it's you, you're going to say the word botanical garden, which is a word that you rarely ever say. No. I I expect that you're going to say, well, you've got a garden now and you've been out there watering. Oh, yeah. And, you've got this kinship now, with the green greenery. I don't know. And And now I'm... I'm talking about eight-acre botanical <laughs> gardens tucked away in. The You're working on a, a half-acre botanical garden right here. I am. I am doing my best, but this place looks amazing. It's in the town of Grove, Oklahoma. It has seven distinct garden areas, yeah, each with its own theme and kind of personality. And I don't know about you, I like walking through pretty places. It's there is something whether it's a, you know by a stream or across to you know a land bridge, the fresh air the it's the it's the it's the greener it's all of it it's there's a it has a calming effect it does it really does I know I give you shit but no I'm I'm telling you I I have a piece of technology glued to my wrist yeah. that tracks my heart rate and when I go camping it goes down my heart rate is five to seven beats per minute lower than when I'm working. Can you take a couple of my children so my heart rate can lower when you're camping? Absolutely not. Uh, but but Lindenwood, you can kind of water, wander the, the garden paths, or you can get a guided tour, uh, which I'll talk about some of the details on the guided tours in, in just a bit. But as, as far as the history of Lindenwood goes, it was founded in 1995 by Dr. Leonard Miller. He was a retired dentist in Grove. He designed and built this botanical garden by himself. He had a kind of an interest in Japanese gardening and horticulture, and it really resulted in this unique um, kind of fusion, like American-Asian garden fusion. 
Well, you know, if you look at some of the Japanese photographs of the, like the cherry blossom trees and the, you know, we were kind of talking about the bridge. It, 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 they look like paintings. So that that fusion of east meets west, I can't. They, you have to see the pictures to kind of get get the full scope of what this looks like. I definitely recommend, and I'll, it's LindenwoodGardens.com, and I'll I'll mention that again. Yeah. But definitely need to look at look at what you're getting into. It's gorgeous. So the gardens became a nonprofit corporation in 1997. Dr. Miller donated the property, and in 2001, they purchased adjacent land and property from Dr. Miller to enhance the gardens' plantings. This adjacent five acres, which included Dr. Miller's former home and his surrounding gardens, allowed them to significantly extend this space and also solved some of the parking issues that used to be an issue uh, back in the day. To the attraction itself, Lindenwood features distinct gardens, each with their own theme. You're talking 1,200 plants. They have hundreds of varieties of trees, thousands of varieties of flowers, Lindenwood has been designated as a display garden for the American Daylily Society. As far as the different gardens inside of the botanical gardens, Mm -hmm. there are a few that I want to talk about. The American Backyard Garden, these are all plants that were specifically chosen for their ability to thrive with minimal water. This area is not irrigated. So in the summer, the American Backyard displays many colorful annuals and a lot of things like crepe myrtles and several varieties of daylilies. Some of the highlights of the American Backyard Garden, they have a beautiful gazebo surrounded by blooming roses, some colorful displays of knockout roses. This is a really great place for pictures. Yep, I can feel it already. Or for weddings, if you know anybody... Would not be, I would not recommend this place. Well, maybe you could break up with somebody there. It might cushion the blow. She's like, yeah, that, that's fine. Just, ah, these roses. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a possibility. It is a possibility. And, you know, back to the, the theme itself, the American Backyard Garden, all these things, this is stuff we grew up with. You know, right. this is, you drive around most neighborhoods in this area, you'll find one, some, or all of these, and they've, They've just got this, the whole system, it's like their own little ecosystems that they're creating. And it's real. the way it's all meshed together, it's amazing. And I think anybody that likes nature is going to yeah. just fall in love with like this Like a place. garden's greatest hits, basically. Yes. The next on my list was the newly opened Azalea Garden. They have a lot of flowering shrubs in this garden and a lot of mature and really lush specimens. Volunteers cleared and rebuilt the pathways that, that go go in between these particular plants. And in April, the azalea garden is fully in bloom, colors ranging from pink to lavender to red and white. A lot of them are highly fragrant, mm. and they're shaded by the tall oaks in the area, so it's just gorgeous. Yeah, picturesque. <laughs> Very picturesque. I'm just going to keep saying it. I mean, it is. So my personal favorite, and the last two on the list... My personal favorite is probably the Japanese Pavilion, even though it really should be the Oklahoma Garden. But I saved the Oklahoma Garden for last, but I do want to talk about my favorite. The Japanese Pavilion at Lindenwood Gardens is a popular stop on the tour. It's So the design is based on the Hasaka Kawa Pavilion in Japan. The pavilion provides kind of a scenic overlook over the koi pond and the surrounding Mm. garden. The floors are made out of cypress wood, which prevent rain damage. Yeah. 
and it's kind of laid out in a, like a herringbone pattern. Oh, dude, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it sounds like you want to you want to have a, a like a duel like a duel a samurai duel at dawn. Dude, I'm telling you, I would just sit on the <laughs> ledge all day long. I, it's gorgeous. Oh yeah. So this though is a really popular venue for receptions, tea parties. Just looking at the garden. Children really love the whole koi pond thing, um, which... Go ahead. No, I'm, no, I'm just going to interject with... I don't know. Kids don't bring peace to me. I need a sanctuary. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I fully grasp <laughs> that if you were there alone, meditating, looking at nature, and somebody came up with... Somebody, you know, like you, for instance, yeah. came up with your two toddlers... <laughs> It just ruined it all. I would probably drown you in the koi pond. Yeah, there'd be some transcendental meditation that uh, involved a drowning. You're right. <laughs> so lastly, though, Lindenwood's Oklahoma Garden. This one was established in 2015. It showcases plants and trees mm -hmm. that are most likely to thrive in Oklahoma's diverse climate. Very, yes. Various trees, shrubs, perennials, annuals. They are all designated as Oklahoma proven by OSU's Extension Service. Mm -hmm. And again, these are plants that have all been, they're all guaranteed to yeah. live in Oklahoma. Right, right. With our early freezes and mm. our late freezes <laughs> and our super hot and super cold. Right. Finding plants that thrive. It's hard, that have a 100% guarantee of success in the state yeah. is, is definitely hard. So, yeah, we're always on the verge of a dust ball era, and somehow, some way, these plants just keep plugging away. So if you are looking for inspiration for your own garden or things to grow in your yard, mm -hmm. I think a walk through the Oklahoma garden might give you some envy? real inspiration. I don't know. I think I would get green thumb envy. I'd look at it, and I'd either be I'd either be challenged to 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 bring my garden to the next level, or I would be intimidated to the point where I'm like, I'm not even going to try. It'll never stack up to the Oklahoma garden at, at Lindland. I don't I, know. I could see, I could see you doing, I mean, I could see you having that opinion. Yeah. But that's like saying, I, I don't ever want to see a cool classic car because I could never get mine to look like that. Oh, don't think for a second. I'm not looking out at your planner boxes going, Son of a bitch is growing everything I buy at the store. <laughs> Don't think for a second. I'm not. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. Great job. I drive home like piece of shit. <laughs> I just paid nine dollars for tomatoes, and they're already bad. <laughs> Speaking of that, I bought lettuce the other day. Oh my! You know what? We had a lot of people coming over. My the lettuce in my garden is a little immature. Not there yet. So I bought lettuce. Mm -hmm. The lettuce had an expiration date seven days into the future. I get it home. I go to take it out of the container. Once it hits the air, yeah. Dude, it was gross already. Like, it was slimy. It had this slime to it, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, what if somebody would have bought that six days from now? Yeah. And we can't get baby formula, but we can get bad produce. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as activities at Lindenwood Gardens, mm -hmm. weddings and special events, obviously... They have a, they provide a stunning backdrop for weddings and other special events. The amenities include the gazebo surrounded by rose gardens, the Japanese pavilion mm -hmm. we talked about overlooking the koi pond, 
and a whole lot of spots for memorable photographs for any special day, any special time. So I think if you're a photo geek, Mm -hmm. this is probably a good spot for you. They've got a lot of open grassy areas to allow space for chairs and tables and bands and dancing. Oh my. So if if you want a, a high class place to have an event, I think this is probably it. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's all about the backdrop for me. You know what I mean? 100%. Like you can make a four like me look like a ten with a Japanese backdrop. Oh yeah, put you in a white tuxedo mm. with a in a Japanese I pavilion. I was thinking like a top knot with a you know with a gi and hi. You know what I mean? I'm no, you'd look like a dork. I would like a, I'd look like freaking Chris Farley in uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> but they have a really cool setup, though. I mean, especially in the... I'm going to hammer the point home. Sure. They have a really cool setup, really well designed for, for events. The back entrance of the gardens yeah. is really close. It offers easy access for caterers, florists, musicians, anybody that has mobility issues. They've got plenty of room back there. They've got additional restrooms and parking in the back. So it really lends itself well to an event looking beautiful and being really well well executed. Yeah. Because the front entrance is where everybody comes in and everything's just gorgeous gardens and beautiful vistas. And all of the work is happening at the back entrance and you don't see the food trucks and the caterers and the guy unloading the equipment for the band. You never see the wizard until it's exactly right. You don't know what's going on back there. It's just happening in front of you. A perfect explanation. And for the kids, obviously this is a a topic that's near and dear to your heart right now. Yes, it is. There are a lot of activities. Your kids may be a little bit on the young side. Thank you. I was going to say that, but go but, ahead. But they're getting there. You can get they may never they may never get there. You can get butterfly stamps on your hand. You can get a bingo card at the Welcome Center. Mm-hmm. Go look for the items on the bingo card and win a prize when you leave. Mm-hmm. You can learn about the life cycle of, of the monarch butterflies. Yeah. You can feed the fish in the koi pond. And they sell food for the fish at a quarter a pop. So It's kind of like going to a petting zoo with goats and stuff. They sell food. The reason why I, I thought about what I said when I said they may never get there, meaning... <laughs> I know it sounded bad. This just may not be a place I take my kids. Just because you don't want to get beat to death. I don't want to get beat to death. I don't want to harsh anybody's vibes. I mean, it's it's your children. You're supposed to take your kids to death. Yeah. I think there might be a really high percentage that the reason stuff grows so well here is because some people leave their kids home. Well, I was going to say some some people are probably buried underneath the plants. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. They've got some extra fertilizer for the guy who comes in. Yeah, talking on his cell phone. Oh or, yeah, yeah. Or the kids that get the bouquet to go, and you don't realize that they just where did the award winning roses go? Oh shoot, that's my kid. Um, <laughs> you know, run, run, <laughs> get the free stuff first. But tons of stuff to do there. They've got really friendly staff. They'll tell you about the current highlights in the garden, that sort of thing. The Welcome Center does have a uh, gift shop featuring local arts and crafts, including but not limited to pottery from local artisan Susan Barbie. The building includes two handicap-accessible restrooms and a meeting room for 20 to 25 people. The back patio often has plant sales. 
that type of thing. So it's a really fun place if you like plants. Right. And I think it's a really fun place if you just like pretty things. You definitely want to plant ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) As far as tours go, they've got self-guided tours. They'll give you maps and information for self-guided tours. Uh, Those are available inside of the Welcome Center. Group tours can be scheduled, can be arranged, but they normally ask for two weeks in advance. Uh, They're led by trained Lindenwood volunteers who can provide you a general overview of the gardens, point out highlights, answer questions. You can also, if arranged in advance, have tea served to you by the Lindenwood volunteers in the Japanese pavilion. You know, I've spilt a lot of tea. I haven't drank any recently, though. Would you not enjoy a traditional tea service? I would, probably. Yeah. Even though I don't look like a guy I would that feel, would. I would feel out of place. I would feel like, this is too fancy for me. Somebody give me a cup of Kool-Aid and a... <laughs> yeah, they're like, you realize this isn't hard tea, right? Uh, you might think, though, that this type of place has all the financial backing that they need. You know, it's a beautiful garden. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're rolling in the dough. You can actually become a, a member of the organization. They participate in the American Horticultural Society's Reciprocal Admissions Program, which means that members of the Lindenwood will receive free admission and or additional benefits at over 320 gardens throughout North America. So if you're a garden lover, mm-hmm. you may become a member of the Lindenwood Gardens. Membership has its privileges. It does. As far as going here, it's not expensive. Uh, admissions $5 for adults, $3 for students. It It's free to members and children under the age of 12, which, again, I think probably excludes your children yeah, right yeah, now. It does. Um, but if you want more information on the Lindenwood Gardens, check out lindenwood.com. Well, coming up after the break, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So we had a little bit of a discussion Yes, Dad. Uh, It sounds like something a dad would say to his kid about being disappointed about his grades. No, we had a discussion about the food in Florida. Yeah. But one thing we didn't talk about was the fact that while I was in Florida, I was sporting my only and okay gear everywhere. I like you said you were preaching the gospel. I I wasn't only I was not only preaching the gospel, but I was wearing it like a billboard. Only in OK, only in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> or at the airport. I mean, lots of people. While you're waiting for sit- a, a, a rental car that didn't show or waiting to check into a hotel room and a guy didn't know how to check into a hotel room. Yeah. Did I tell that story? <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, my God. That was so bad. So bad. Not as bad as you not having more T-shirts. We got more T-shirts coming up. Which is great. Yeah. But again, I think it's super important that... If you have a thing and you want people to know about your thing, that you have the appropriate gear, not only in stock, Mm -hmm. but on your body. You got to wear the shirt. You got to wear the shirt. And right now, tank tops are are flying off the shelves. We don't have, I I think we're going to order some only an okay show tank tops because it's 92 dang degrees. It is a little hot. If you are in the market Mm -hmm. to promote your thing, then you need to reach out to our friend, Ronnie Davenport, firefighter and screen printer extraordinaire over at Tailboard Apparel. He does screen printing, embroidery. He can embroider your logo onto just about anything. And if you don't have a logo, 
or if your logo just needs to come a, out of the just 80s a, just, a, just needs a little just a little bit more right he can have he can help with that as well give him a call for a free quote it's 405-517-2174 or check him out at tailboardapparel.com so growing up the staple games in the schoolyard tetherball wall ball but kickball even and during pe for me dodgeball baby dude i i could still hear the noise that a dodgeball makes when it hits you in the head oh. it's almost like this <laughs> it's like hit, being hit with a rubber gong i don't know but the hardest hitting charity tournament is returning back to the bok center saturday july 30th 2022 dodgeball's back baby and it all kind of started right after the movie Dodgeball. There was like this huge surge of Dodgeball that happened. And this tournament's kind of stuck around. I didn't believe you when you said, I, w- I have a news story about Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't expect there to actually be a Dodgeball tournament. Oh, yeah. It's for, a- for adults. I know that there are Dodgeball tournaments all over the world. Oh, yeah. But for adults. It's a big deal, and it's guys our age, honestly. It's a one-day six-versus-six dodgeball tournament that sets teams to compete for the charity of their choice, which is kind of cool. And with each winning team selected charity receiving a financial donation on on behalf of the tournament. That's really, I mean, that's really neat. For starters, you get to compete in something, mm-hmm. and... I don't think that there's enough competition at the adult level. I think most yeah. people, when they get out of college, you're you're kind of done with in, competition. Unless you're playing softball or golf, you know, playing scramble games at the golf course with your buddies. One thing I like about this one, you get to do a little bit for your charity, or a lot of it for your charity, but something, a new feature this year, is players are actually playing for their own cash prize. I I would love just to have a tournament like a tournament trophy, mm-hmm. you know, like with a just a big old dodgeball on top of it, you just know. A, but from like current, you know, I yeah. think I still have some trophies lying around. From I don't. I wish I did. I wish I had all my participation trophies. <laughs> well, this will. There'll be several fun features uh, added this year for the public to enjoy, including inflatable axe throwing, gladiator gladiator joust. If you're kind of you remember American Gladiator, mm-hmm. when you, it's probably it's a lot like that, man. It's uh. In the Game Over Lounge, where eliminated teams of spectators can watch the action on the court while sipping on beverages from the VIP lounge bar. I feel like if you lose, if you're knocked out of the tournament, how do you get VIP status? I feel like you're drinking like, you get to drink out of the water fountain at this point. You get Dixie Cups with lukewarm Gatorade. I want to know how serious people are taking this. Like, is this... There are videos. People go... All is this out. like the movie Dodgeball? Yes, it is like the movie Dodgeball. The only difference in the movie Dodgeball and this, we've got some COVID safety guidelines still. All right. So it's recommended that all fans wear face coverings while entering and also while inside the BOK. Social distancing still a thing. They also encourage guests to avoid touching their face and frequently washing and sanitizing their hands. Now, what I will not avoid, I will not avoid hitting you in the face with a dodgeball. I wonder That's if, the money shot. Getting hit in the face, that's the sound you hear. Yeah, I think that's also the intimidation part, though, too. I think that was always the thing 
I, you know, when I was a kid playing dodgeball in gym, mm-hmm. the first time a kid got smacked in the face, yeah, they stopped the game. <laughs> Everybody else no longer wanted to engage with the person that, that threw that ball. You are the you all of a sudden you're the freaking king of the hill, right? You're the a lethal weapon. Well, fans also can bring you can bring your own. I guess you can bring your own style. I don't know. They're letting you into the facility with a clear bag that doesn't exceed twelve by six by twelve or one gallon clear plastic bags. Also permitted one personal item per person, such as small purses or clutches that aren't clear. I don't understand why the clear bags, other than maybe you're you're going to try to smuggle in wine. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably just a, uh, maybe just a safety precaution. Right. You have a lot of people. You don't kinda... want somebody like bringing in a switchblade to like, pop all the balls. Pop all the balls. But well, like I said, the date is July the 30th, 2022. Now, so early bird pricing is good from now until May the 30th. Now that's a, uh, $35 minimum, six players per team, and up up to 10 total players. So not a bad not a bad trip to Tulsa, really, if you're looking to like really get some of that COVID angst. You know what I mean? Unleash the beast. So what if I don't make the May 30th deadline? Well, it goes up it goes up five bucks. You're gonna get forty dollars per player, still minimum six players up to ten. And if you just want to go and watch people get clobbered and slobbered on, it's free admission. Hold for, on. Well, no, for real, this is free this is if free. I just want to watch. If you just want to watch, if, you, if you're just a a dodgeball voyeur. Okay, dude, I'm I'm a, a, I'm a people watcher. You are. And but you're also an alpha male, which surprises me that you would just watch. And B, though, watching some dudes get smacked in Kunk. the face with dodgeballs. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be worth some admission fee. It's got to be. I'd pay I, ten bucks to get into that. Hell yeah! I mean, it, for charity, I'd give you ten dollars for charity just to see somebody get clobbered. Anyway, times uh, for team check-ins are at, uh, at ten a.m. Game times at promptly at eleven, hopefully give or take, depending on whether if you've seen dodgeball, you know you got to wait for the star player to show up because he has a you know a pep talk with freaking Lance Armstrong at the Dusty Eagle or whatever the hell it is. Dude, I'm telling you, if they could get Jason Bateman <laughs> on the back on the Ocho, oh, that would be amazing. Well, for more information, if you're interested at all, again, it's free just to go watch, and it's for charity too. So find a way to tip the bucket. You can go to bokcenter.com, or you're going to bokcenter.com. Yeah, if you're already on the internet, you're already on the internet. We are still looking for reviews. Still. So if you like what you're hearing, or you want to make suggestions, give us a review. Whatever platform you're using, just go there, give us a review, let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like, give us all the stars. We would really appreciate it. Right. This has been the Only an Okay Show. I am Harley. And I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. We're out here making something for ya. That would have been a good video. It was a good video. But then I realized that I forgot some things out of it. You're killing me, Smalls. No, I did make a video. <clears throat> okay. I didn't get it. I know so you, you didn't, didn't get make it. it. You know what I mean? All right. <clears throat> Take another drink. On today's show. I started watching Moon Knight. 
intentionally have waited till all of the episodes are ready, just simply because is it not completed yet? Oh, it's yeah, it's season's done. Okay, and I like the actor. Yeah, Oscar Isaac says he's but st- stupidly under underrated. Um, I do not like the premise. No, I can't. I'm early enough on. You haven't watched it. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm early enough on that I don't understand how, and you'll know pretty quick. No, I'm not, no, I'm not giving away any spoilers. It's fine. You can spoil it. No, I'm not going to spoil it. Stop it. You'll know real quick what I'm getting at, but I don't know how the alter, mm-hmm. or what, what do you call that? Your, your alter ego? Yeah, your alter ego, your, your not superhero version your, of you. Right. Um, your, your Clark Kent. I don't understand right. how his Clark Kent gets to Superman. Like, it, what's the six the six points of degrees of separation for between the two? No, I just don't understand how they coexist, and you'll understand that in a bit. Sleep deprivation. Anyway, um, that's my theory. Um, that that theory has some weight to it, but it doesn't. the The culmination okay. of Dorky Steven becoming a superhero doesn't i can't i can't can't see how it gets there yet now is that a frustration for you because generally you're kind of braggadocious about going you know within the first episode going gotcha well i've never i never read the comics yeah i don't know anything about it and um so i i I have no idea you're going in blind i'm 100 percent blind on this deal and i just don't know how they get from point A to point B. But isn't it a relief having a, a comic book that, I mean, the truth is, like, we've had enough Spider-Mans, we've had enough, as much as I love Batman, we've had enough Batman, we've had enough of your uh, your core superhero heroes. That everybody knows the damn it, origin story. Everybody of. knows the origin story. Yeah. It's kind of nice having something where you go in and go, I have no depth of field here. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of take it for what it is. There's not that, well, I read that in, in issue two of the the Dragon Saga. You know that, what I mean? You know, that's a really nice thing about not having social media. I've thought about, if I didn't have the, I have considered going just dark. If I didn't, I, the fact that I don't have social media, you'll tell me about a movie coming out yeah. and I have no clue. You're There's like, a are you going to watch this? I'm like, I've never heard of that. And you're like, how have you not heard of that? It's everywhere. Yeah. There's a beauty in There is a beauty in that, for sure. Like, I wish there were some things. They've done a lot with, I mean, between the, we're announcing the movie, and then we're promoting the movie, and then there's like, trailer two, teaser trailer, TV spot. And by the time you get it. Yeah, I will tell you that there was a very long time when I was fully engaged on social media as an individual and not yeah. just for the show mm-hmm. that I lost all of the magic yeah, of going to the damn you're movies. Right. Cause it's spoiled. Everything is spoiled. Like yeah. there were hundreds of movies over the last decade where I was like, I really want to see that. And yeah. by the time it came out, it's like, I saw the damn good parts already. Well, and the thing too is the way social media is now, it literally is listening to us right now. The minute you say, Morbius out loud, all of a sudden, like the the hamster is, hamsters in the algorithm start feeding you like posts from friends about about Morbius or whatever the movie is, mm-hmm. and give it's like whoa 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 whoa. I mean, you can't and you can't make it stop unless you just like throw your phone. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like there's no 
Yeah, after having this conversation, I don't know where my phone is right now, but after having this conversation, I'm positive that Amazon's going to say, hey, there's a cool Morbius you t-shirt may, that you want. You may, because you liked... Wait, I didn't... Did I tell you that? Yes, you did. Like, I'm waiting for for Siri and or who's the Amazon... Alexa. Alexa to combine forces and, and like, brainwash the, the nation. Yeah. Does Google have something? I don't know. I don't know if they do. I think it's just the Hey Google thing. Well, they're about to be Hey Googling in our backyard pretty soon when they build that thing, Majigger, where you can Google live. Well, whatever it is. Um, let me know when you're ready. Google lives outside of the internet. Google. I am the. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You're, you're the internet? <laughs> and then Microsoft Edge is like, hang on a second. <laughs> There's some people using us. <laughs> we account for 0.018% of all internet traffic, we'll have you know. And then Net Zero's like, what? You guys are still doing that thing? Oh, God, I thought that went away. Gosh, what would it be like to be Tom from MySpace right now, just living high on the hog going, I don't need anything. I invent The inventor of social media, what is he doing right now? Crack. Let's Probably. go. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. It started over. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. We're discussing... Three, two, one. Welcome to the show. Today we're discussing... The Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. How's that? We should go with this intro. <laughs> Brett can't say words unless he says them before. You know what? We've done a podcast for eight years, and this has been the Achilles heel. If you go back, it, this has literally been the Achilles heel to every, all 666 episodes of anything we've ever done. Is you trying to spit out the yeah, intro to the it show? it is. All right. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. And later, and later, wait, later in the show, Cole says, okay. And later in the show, Cole, <laughs> shit, sounds going to, three, two, do it live. I'm going to do it live. Okay, see, you're on. All right. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. And a little bit later, three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. Grove? <laughs> Grove? Freaking Swedish chef all of a sudden. <laughs> three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. And later in the show, why is it later in the show? Can and later in the, in show, the show, and a little bit later on, Tulsa isn't dodging a dodgeball. We're going to do that again. Ready? Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. And a little bit later, and Tulsa isn't motherfucking titty, you're too bombing, son of a bitch. Three, two, one. <laughs> And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing. Oh my god! god. Wow! Three, two, two, one. Welcome Welcome to the show. show. (laughs) All right, ready? Three, two, one. And welcome to the (laughs) show. Do I need to do this? This is. I've only had to do this one time in the history of the show. I've only had to intro it one time. Ready? All right. Ready? Three. Two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Lindenwood Gardens in Grove, Oklahoma. And later on in the show, show, the show, the Muscle Shoal Studios. Oh my God, the show. Start the show. 
I'm the greatest star in the world. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show to just... <laughs> Okay, I'm doing it. No, I'm I got it. No, one over. more time. No, one more I'm time. No, one more time. Just give me one more shot. This is it. I'm this hitting is the it. panic button. No, this is it. Okay, is well, last it. time. All right, ready? <laughs> three, three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. <laughs> you did it. You set me up to fail. I did not. You said a hundred times. Okay, this is it. This is it. All right, ready? Don't look at me. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show today. <laughs> This is it. Okay? Three, two, one.